how she get it. Made a couple racks, I never asked how she get it. City girls gotta have fun in the city. 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 Welcome to Connect with Christina, episode 12. And sitting right next to me is my good friend, Will Armijo with Nourish. That's Did me. Did I Thank say you that, that properly? Nourish. Nourish. See, I'm such a foreigner. So it's like the same exact word, nourish, just spelled different. <laughs> but when you're a foreigner, that just never comes out right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we don't say it right. Maybe you're saying it right. No, even Siri hates me. I mean, you see all my typos on my messages. I'm like... That's not what I said. Gets well, me in trouble. So imagine me being in Mexico for nine days and not being able to speak Spanish. Oh my gosh. And then trying to speak Spanish. So then they hear it's an accent. But Were they, they trying to know. come up to you? Oh, like, they have full conversations with me. A normal person they know, but they think I know. So they just go full in and then I have to tell them I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> so then when I try to tell them that in Spanish, I could just tell they're like, oh, this guy. <laughs> that, that's bad. <laughs> My ex-husband was like that. Everyone would come up to him and he's like, no habla espanol. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> tell everyone about uh, Nourish for me. Okay. So Nourish is a online nutrition platform that teaches people portion control how to reduce inflammation in their body, and how to manage body toxicity. And the reason those are so important is because those are the three biggest problems that we have in the United States right now. Right now, we're 40% obese, 70% overweight as a country. We have the most profitable health and wellness industry in the world. So the problem is in the diet culture. And those are the three primary things that people have problems with. So we teach people how to manage those three things without ever feeling like they're on a diet. So that's what makes us so much different. And that's why we're getting the results that we're getting. So we're teaching people how to rebuild their relationship with food. And let's be honest, you know, myself included, like after I hit a certain age, I'm like, wow, you know, I need help here. You know, my metabolism was slowing down. Growing up, I, I thought I was like, I was never going to go through that. Right. right. But I, I hit a certain point. I'm like, okay. And then the food thing, the diets, the fad diets, um, the inconsistency in working out. Like I just told you, I started working out again. Thanks to my podcast and my producer <laughs> that, uh, showed me how much, uh, you know, I need to work on myself again because through COVID <laughs> I gained like 10 to 15 pounds, right. which my height, you see that everywhere. Well, mostly on my face, but um, and my arms, but never my stomach. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, my point is we need help, right? And like I have a lot of amazing people around me and it's not even about the way we look. It's I want my friends to last. Yes, I want my friends to feel good about themselves, look in the mirror, you know, um, feel like themselves, be out in the world so their, you know, their interactions are better. But I ultimately want them to last. I want us to be twerking at the care homes, which my kids are like, I'll never, we'll never let you go in a care home. But, you know, my point is like, my friends are important to me. And I see us all growing 
older together. I want them to get help. I want anyone out there that has always struggled, started to struggle um, with, you know, weight or um, just all that. And like, I know that you can help me and you can help my people and anyone that's watching too. Right. I think one of the biggest misconceptions that we've all been conditioned to think is that our outside appearance is a reflection of our health. And that cannot be further from the truth. And that's why the industry is what it is. And we're sold what we're sold. We're sold the diet pills. We're sold all the supplements. We're sold everything out there because what does it come? What, what's attached to it? A beautiful, shiny looking body that all of us want, whether you're male or female, and that's how they sell it. And the reality is, is your external appearance does not reflect your internal health. So when we're able, to your point, shift our mindset to our internal health, that is a reflection. So our internal health is what allows us to last. That's what brings us vitality. And as we age, we start to realize things are a little bit more important to us. Our energy levels, our skin, our gut health. We want to feel better. We don't want to be tired all the time. We don't want to have back pain. We don't want to, it, we don't want it to be hard to get out of bed. And we start to, to, to go, well, well, I've tried all these things. I've tried everything. Spent so much money. So much money. Because it's, it's, you're looking for that short-term fix and that's what the industry preys on is that short-term fix. So the only reason that I speak to this and I understand this is because of my own journey of growing up overweight as a kid and trying literally every diet, every diet, every supplement. Oh, you got to walk me through that. So you were, you were how old when you were struggling with weight? Let me just give you an example. Imagine a 12-year-old kid, only child, parents are not overweight, grow up in a Mexican family, a lot of food, small town. I'm 12 years old. I want two things. I want to be, become a better athlete because I was playing baseball and I wanted girls to like me. So I knew that I needed to lose weight because I was a chubby, overweight kid. So in secrecy, I went on the Atkins diet at the age of 12 and I started running in the morning, like at five o'clock in the morning. So nobody would see me. So just as a teenager, being embarrassed about it, being embarrassed to do it, the only, the only reason back then there wasn't social media. So I would go to the grocery store with my mom so I could flip through the magazines, men's health, muscular development, all those magazines where you just saw all these people with perfect bodies saying, I eat this diet and I take this supplement. And I got sucked into that world as a 12-year-old kid. So growing up, I never asked for help because there was nobody to ask. So it was it was years and years and years of trial and error. Now, the 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 thing that that was the blessing in disguise for me was that nothing ever worked. And I had two types of friends. And we we've all had we all have these friends. The genetically gifted friends <laughs> that could eat whatever they want and their body never changes. That ends up catching up with them later on in life or the person who does something and it just works right away. So the blessing in disguise for me was I tried everything and nothing would work. And what I realized is I had to go beyond the surface and I had to get into the research. So I started diving into research articles, scholarly articles, things you can't find on a shelf and learning the science of the body. And what I realized is that everything that's sold to us is crap. It's all crap. It's all designed to just sell us something. So once I started to realize that 
the majority of us have a very hard time getting results. The vast majority. And then it all started to make sense. Most of us are overweight. Most of us are unhealthy. Most of us, more importantly, are unhappy with our body image. So I started to seek out ways and methods that actually worked. And I developed my own ways and methods through trial and error, realizing that none of it involved the diet. And it, it all involves education about learning your own body. Because think about this. There is not one other person on this planet that has the same genetics as you. Not one. Not one other human has the same DNA. So whatever you do, whatever gets person A results cannot get person B the same results. It's impossible. It is scientifically impossible. So the only diet or, you know, quote unquote diet mm -hmm. that could work for you is the one that you create. The only one that you can Specific. create. Right. Is through trial and error, learning about your own body. The only way to learn about your own body is through education and coaching, not a diet, not a supplement. So the key is, is to take yourself on your own journey, learning about what foods work for your body. And I realized that no program t teaches that. Every program, I could, without you even telling me, <laughs> every, every diet program you've ever followed says, eat this at this very specific time in this very specific amount. And just follow this until you get the results you want. And sometimes those work. The problem is, is what do you do when you're done? whether it was for your wedding or a vacation or you wanted to fit into some clothes, what happened when you actually got there? You reverted back into the lifestyle you had before. Because Sometimes worse. Worse, because what you followed was never what you actually wanted to do the rest of your life. It was short term. So the consequences of that is a rebound. I, almost every single person <gasps> I know. Rebounds are bad for you. <laughs> how many times has that happened to you? A lot. A lot. It's happened to me. A lot. Tons of times. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to learn about your body and learn about food. And a lot of people just don't teach that. Mm -hmm. I even tried um, HCG once a long time ago. And I dropped to a scary low weight of 105. And I didn't like it. I looked weak. Like I looked too skinny. Um, and what, and then the, with that diet, for me, maybe it works for other people. But for me, when I gained it back, I got it worse. And then I gained it in areas I never, ever had an issue before. You know? Yep. A lot of that stuff happens specifically for women. Too, a too aggressive approach will mess with your hormones. And as a woman, when your hormones get messed with, there's nothing that can help you. No diet, no food, no training. And that is what can cause a lot of women even more problems is you go so aggressive on the working out and it can be even worse for you. So that's why, uh, while not directly related to the diet industry, but majority of auto, autoimmune diseases are women. Like, I think it's 93% of autoimmune diseases crazy. are women. And autoimmune disease is caused by inflammation. So inflammation, you can look this up anywhere. I don't need to be a doctor to say this. Inflammation is the root cause of all disease, all disease in the world. Cancer, autoimmune, uh, heart, uh, heart disease, diet, anything comes, stems from inflammation in the body. So the natural thing is, well, how do I keep inflammation in my body down? If I want to prevent disease, how do I keep inflammation down? Coincidentally, the earth produces foods that are anti-inflammatory. Almost all foods from the earth 
are anti-inflammatory. Almost all foods that we produce, humans, like manufacture in facilities, are inflammatory. We and that's people consume so much of. What do we consume? What is in the center of a, of a grocery store? All manufactured food. Where's all the food from the earth? On the outsides of the grocery store. Where's everybody shop? In the center. It's designed that way. Cereals, boxed foods, canned items, artificial ingredients, artificial flavors, all the fillers, all of that causes inflammation. Coincidentally, the earth produces anti-inflammatory foods. So if you eat anti-inflammatory foods, you reduce inflammation in your body, reducing chances for disease. Also, if you feel constipated all the time, bloated all the time, tired, all lethargic all the time, that's also caused by inflammation. So without even getting on a quote-unquote diet, just by eating anti-inflammatory foods, all those symptoms go away. You feel like a new person. Lighter, like better overall. Right. And you know, one, one other thing that, that I'll touch on, because this is always the elephant in the room, and I love to address it, is let's say you were to start eating anti-inflammatory. Oh, I'm going to eat so good. I'm going to stop doing all the things that I was doing before. Well, look, here's a reality to everybody listening. We like to drink. We like to go out and eat, eat at restaurants. We like home, home-cooked foods. I like cheesecake. <laughs> I also like tequila. I also like craft beer. I also like a really good burger with fries. So that seems, that seems counterproductive to what we perceive to be healthy and the diet world and getting results. There is a way to have that lifestyle. Because look, you're not going to give that up forever. We only have... It's not realistic. It's not. And we only have a certain amount of willpower. That's it. Will, willpower is not infinite. Scientifically proven, they've done studies on the brain. It is not infinite. It's finite. There is a limited amount. You notice whenever we get excited to... I'll give you a perfect example. Training. Right now, you started working out again, right? You're excited. In your head, you have a goal. You know what it is. You're excited. You're committed. Will you be committed to that trainer for the next 20 years without missing one session? Absolutely not. No. It's impossible. You'd have to be a robot to do that. Yeah. You're human. Willpower only is a certain amount. That's why we, we like the idea of starting something, but not a lot of us, we, we, we have an end They don't on sustain. It. We don't sustain. No. So if you're going to start something, it can't be stressful on your lifestyle. Should you make some, yes, if you're drinking every day and eating fast food every day, you already know that's not good for you. So you can't expect to keep that lifestyle, but memories are created around what? Dinners, restaurants, going out, having drinks with people, right? That's where memories are created. You're not gonna sit at home every Saturday night and eat chicken and broccoli from a Tupperware container. You're not gonna do that. You might do it for a couple weeks, some people with a lot of willpower, they'll do it for a couple months, but nobody's going to do it. I don't know one person. I do not know one person on planet Earth that started a diet 10 years ago, and they're like, yeah, I'm still on the same diet. I still eat the same thing every day for breakfast. Been doing it for 20 years. I don't know one. Do you know one? No. Not one. Not one. We always hop off. So the primary, to, to address the elephant in the room, how to keep that lifestyle and still have vitality, still be energized you have to understand one very important concept. And this makes a lot of sense to people. They call this the spillover effect, okay? So your body has detoxing organs, your liver, 
right? Filters. Everybody knows, right? When you drink, my liver, my liver, your liver, your kidneys, your intestines, your lungs, and your skin. Those are your five detoxing organs. Without them, you would die. You would die. So like pollution in the air, right? Your lungs filter that. Otherwise, it would get into your bloodstream and it would kill you, right? Your skin filters things, right? When you sweat, you sweat out toxins, right? Your liver filters your blood. Your intestines filter, you know, when you eat bad things in your body, you know, uh, an, uh, an artificial coloring from candy. Your body filters that out. All the things come in and filter it out. So here's the crazy concept, right? You brought up something earlier about when I get older, my metabolism slows down. When you're young, when you're young, your detoxing organs, they're like Ferraris. They're like freaking just prime. They could handle anything. You put something in, you're good. You feel fine. You drink, you're good the next day. As you age, those organs age too. So if your lifestyle doesn't change, you're putting the same amount of stress on organs that are worn down. So they can't detox as fast. So what happens is toxicity fills up in your body. When toxicity fills up in your body, it overflows if it can't detox as fast as your organs want to detox them. So then it's called spillover. So when you have too many toxins in your body, your body gives you symptoms. You're tired, you're lethargic, you have skin issues, you're constipated, your gut hurts. Bloated. Every, bloated every time you eat. Oh my, something's wrong, something's Heartburn. wrong. Heartburn. <laughs> you get these symptoms and what's the first thing we do when we get symptoms? We run to the drugstore, we run to the doctor. The doctor gives us a pill to suppress the symptoms. So you're suppressing your body giving you signals that too many toxins are coming in. So that to toxicity, follow me back on this conversation, causes inflammation. Chronic inflammation leads to disease. Autoimmune, obesity, Cancer. diabetes, all of that stems from that. So as you age, here's the secret. Take care of your detoxing organs, keep toxicity low, eat anti-inflammatory foods, and watch your body's portion control. If you do that, you don't have to change your lifestyle. You could still drink when you want to drink. You could still go to dinner when you want to go to dinner. And you've adapted to the anti-inflammatory living so that you, I call it the cheat code. So you can go out there, have fun with your friends, do what you want to do, but you've made all the lifestyle adjustments that adapt to your body's internal health. So now you feel good, you look good, and you look good because you feel good. The worst thing is when you look good and you don't feel good. Right. That's even worse, right? <laughs> you're skinny, you look, you're feeling good, blah, blah, blah. But you're like, man, this sucks. I hate this. Right. I hate eating this way. You I don't have, have no, no energy. No energy. Nothing. So you just want, you want to take a break. Right. You want to, And I'm then gonna, what happens when you take right, a break? Right. It's like a cycle. It never ends. Never ends. Like yeah. how many times do you hear about like cheat meals? Wait, what? Like a cheat meal, right? When somebody goes on a diet and they're like, oh, I'm going to have a cheat meal or a cheat weekend or whatever. But see, I'm, I was always bad at that because if you tell me a cheat, like a cheat right. day, I'm like, how many boxes of pizza? You know, so you make up for all the seven days. Right. Which So that, <laughs> that, that philosophy isn't correct. There's no, there's really no good or bad food. There's really not. That's where our relationship with food is all messed up because it's not about what's good or what's bad. It's about what your body can handle or what it can't, right? You may have a sensitivity to gluten. That person might have a sensitivity to something else. That person may have a gut issue. 
When you start labeling things good versus bad, now you're back into the diet mentality. Right. It has nothing to do with that. So, you, Justin, when you left, you missed how many times I was nodding, and now I need <laughs> Dr. LeBaron to adjust my neck. <laughs> but this is my point. This is why I needed you. You know, I really was excited to bring you on here because there is there's so many people that need this information. I mean, my friends are going to be listening to this, and you guys will look on your phone, and I group message you with Will. This is Will. And, <laughs> you, know, you know, Lisa, my friend, I, I'm like on her because she's like my ride or die. And I'm like, listen, you're beautiful. You're always going to be beautiful, but I need you to last. I need you to be healthy so we can, you know, old, get older together. That's the plan. You know, my other friend, Jeannie, my best friend, she, she's always been a healthy eater. She's never had to diet because she had the relationship with food and understanding her body from earlier. You know what I'm saying? And then there's me. And I'm a whole, I'm just messy. <laughs> I just need help. And that's why I just said, you know, honestly, thanks to the podcast, because I'm like, all right, it's time to get back to it. But again, it's not even about the way I look. You know, yes, we're harder on ourselves. And, you know, a lot of times too, people are like, what are you crazy? You look great. But it's not up to you. It's up to me. And it's also because of how I feel. So my focus here is that, you know, like naturally it evolves to, okay, you look great because you, you know, you've been better with your food exercise, but ultimately I want to last. I want to live longer. I want to be healthier and I want that for everyone else. So like, I mean, in just those 20 minutes that we had, like those are information that we, I needed to hear that, you know? And then you taught me something about like even the supplemental, the supplements that we take, how to be very careful with those, you know, and like how some of the foods we, we take and the differences between organic and, you know, cause all the good stuff is so expensive, you know, go over that too. Like how, what, I mean, what's the difference between, you know, your organic foods just right. for other people to hear from you. Right. So one, one cool thing to follow is called the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So there's a, a national organization that changes it every year. And what it is, is it's the, it's the 15 foods that, that you can eat that don't have to be organic. And then there's the dirty dozen, which are the 12 fruits and vegetables. Can we link that? Cool. Those are the 12 fruits and vegetables that you should always eat organic. And the reason is, is because fruits and vegetables are highly sprayed with pesticides or they're grown with um, or the pesticides, herbicides. The soil quality is crappy, right? So you have to remember like what I talked about earlier, your body. So if you eat vegetables, and they're sprayed with a bunch of pesticides, right? Your body consumes the pesticides. Yes, you're getting the vitamins and the minerals from the, from the fruit or the vegetable, but what about the pesticides? They don't just magically disappear. They don't evaporate into thin air. Your body takes its organs, detoxes out the pesticides, right? So think about it. Yeah, you can handle it, but what about all the toxicity and everything else? The, the things you're putting on your skin, the things you're putting in your hair, the things you're burning in your house, the air outside, all that toxicity. Your lotion. All of it, right? But, but going back to food, food quality is important. Clean 15 and Dirty Dozen is a great thing to follow, but food quality is important because your body has to detox out what it cannot use. And as you get older, when those detoxing organs are not functioning at a high level, 
It's not going to detox those things out. That's why I like when you're eating meat, grass-fed, free-range chicken, wild-caught fish. And look, again, elephant in the room. Not everybody can afford it. Yeah, and that's the sad part too. It's just because it's like not everyone can afford it. But then it's like, and then think about how if you forked out a little bit more, if you can't afford it, you'd rather do that than have to pay emergency rooms or doctors in the end. But ironically, they'll buy a $5 coffee from Starbucks or spend $200 at Maple and Ash. So people can afford it. I will say of of there is a percentage of people who can't afford it, but a, a lot of the people just don't value it. I'd have to okay, say value. Okay, I have it. to agree. There, there's a value exchange because I know a lot of people that say I can't afford to eat that way, and then I see how they spend money on the weekends. I see them. Gotta buying. hide your stories, guys. Just yeah, kidding. So I'm, well, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm just don't. People can't come to me and say, "Oh, this is just I," because our company we're, we we. First of all, let me just get this straight. We don't make people eat organic because again, it doesn't matter. Like I said, what matters is your detoxing organs. You don't have to eat organic. You're trying to save yourself from the toxicity on the foods, but there's also toxicity in your life, right? Stress causes inflammation. But back to my point on the affordability of it, it's just, if it's valuable to you, you'll make adjustments in your lifestyle to compensate for it. How valuable is your vitality? How valuable is the longevity of your life? Because I see a lot of people, like I said, that tell me they can't afford it, but I see their lifestyle. They absolutely can afford it. You can afford a $15 cocktail that you drink in 30 seconds, <laughs> but, you're, but you think buying the organic vegetables, which is what, $2 more than right. the normal vegetables is too much. I don't buy that. Yeah, so you're right. It's what you value. It's what you value. And I, and I think, too, even with, you know, finances or securing certain things in your life, I think the same way is it's not something somebody can force down your throat. It has to come internally. It's like a light bulb that comes on and says, you know, I better, right. you know, make the change. And you don't, nobody ever values their health until it's gone. Right. You know, until it's so bad where you have to go to a doctor and spend thousands of dollars because this shit is not covered. It's not covered under normal insurance. So when you go and you have an autoimmune issue or you have a gut issue or you have a hormone issue, you got to go buy the tests, which costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Then you got to go to the doctor visits, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Then you got to get on the supplements, hundreds and hundreds of dollars that's when you start to go, okay, now I need to change my eating habits. So why not just prevent that right now? Right. You know, by spending a couple extra dollars on a little bit higher quality of food, that makes the biggest difference. And you know, that's just the food side. There's also the mental side of it. Mental health is a huge component of all this. That's the relationship side with with food. Because otherwise, if you don't, you don't want to be that person that's, you know, on the weekends, eating tubs of ice cream, eating a bunch of chips, because you're trying to force yourself to not eat. So much of this is psychological as well. That happens to me because I'll go on like these, you know, Kevin gets upset at me because I'll either, you know, 
skip meals or I just go hard. And then there's, but then you, the opposite of this, I don't care. And I'll eat whatever I want, when I want, knowing it's bad for me, knowing I'm complaining. And then when I, when I switch gears, now I'm being excessive, but it's not healthy. But then, and I have three kids that look up, you know, I'm their mom and I want to protect them and make sure I have, you know, set a good example. But the relationship with food, how, what is the eight, is that 80, 20 rule? I don't know. You taught me that too. Well, there, there really is no percentage because there is there really truly is no good versus bad there's not because one of our biggest problems and you just brought it up portion control there's no problem with going out and eating cheesecake but you don't have to eat three slices you can share it with (laughs) somebody (laughs) right you can go out and get pasta but here in the united states we eat massive portions think about this concept We will all sit down. Let's say all three of us go out to eat dinner, right? We all order a meal. We're all completely different humans, completely different genetics, different weight, different muscle mass, different everything. Most likely, we will all finish our plate. How do we all have to eat the same exact amount, yet we are all three completely different people? We've been taught, we've been conditioned to bypass our intuitive ability to eat. And we just eat what's in front of us. So if it's a massive plate, we eat it. If it's a small plate, we eat it. If it's medium, we eat it. Even though we're all different. That makes no sense. I have to say, there. it's also, for me, not an excuse because I do love food, is that I always feel guilty if I leave food on the table because I think about the people who can't afford to eat. So maybe maybe it's a cultural thing for me. Because right. even Kevin has said that, said, Christina, stop. You don't have to eat it. I'm like, but there's hungry people that can eat it. You know, so maybe that, but that's also the way I was raised. So it's always in the back of my head. And Kevin has to step in and be like, you don't have to eat that. Right. You know, because it's almost natural for me. Like, I think about people in the Philippines or right. whatever. Right. Well, you know, it, it's, it's, all, it's all perception, right? I mean, because think about this. You can... You can have, and this is, you could just test yourself with this. When you go to a restaurant and you order something, have them immediately box half of it. Immediately. Oh my gosh, that's such a good. Think about that. Now all the food doesn't even come to you. Why can't you eat that same food later or the next day or give it to somebody or share the plate with somebody? Hey, we're going to order this plate of pasta. Do you want to split it with me? Yes. Okay. Can you bring us a plate of pasta on two separate plates? Like when you have a plan, this, and this goes for, for anything in life, business, finances, relationships. When you go in with a plan, you win. When you don't go in with the plan, you're you shooting lose. from the hip. Right. So either your environment is going to control you or you're going to control your environment. That is the bottom line when it comes to food. If we walk in somewhere unprepared, every single time you walk out going, I ate too much, I don't feel good, I'm bloated. When you walk in with a plan, every single time you walk out and you go, I want that. That's true because even with drinks too, you're like, I'm only gonna, I can only have one. I can only have two and that's it, right? Right, and then you walk out and you're like, wow, I had a good time, I got a nice little buzz. Wow, that was really fun. Versus you go in and you get completely trashed and you wake up the next day completely what does everybody say when they wake up with a hangover nobody's like oh my god i love this hangover. i can't wait to have another they hangover. wake up and go oh christina and they go i'm never drinking again how many times i've told myself that like a million times okay it's so true 
<laughs> well, so Justin, he's on part of my crew. So he, I told him, I'm like, he, I think, what do you want to drop? 20? Huh? 20 pounds? Yeah, I want to drop at least 15 to 20. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So we'll be talking. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, and then my boss, I already group messaged him with you. It's just like, that's the thing. Like, it, I don't even have the ability to explain it. And I have to, I'm like, do you trust me? Okay, then trust me when I connect you with Will. But it's like so hard to like, and that's why I wanted you here. Right. Because I know they're going to be like, oh, shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, earlier I said the 80-20 rule. I was I was thinking about the um, the workout. Like, you can work out, work out, work out. But if you eat bad. Look. You can't out-train a bad diet. It's impossible. Put me, sit me here with any trainer, you know, anybody. You cannot out-train a bad diet. It's impossible. Very, right. it's impossible. The best thing, and every single trainer should believe this as well. The first thing you should focus your attention on is food. Because if you figure out your relationship with, before you don't even need to work out, figure out your relationship with food, then add in exercise. Because it's not about just exercise. It's about movement. Your body was designed to move. You know, every time you take a step or bend over or move your knees or move your elbows, your joints literally release these little like bursa sacs of lubrication that help lubricate your body. It creates better bone density. It, it strengthens ligaments, tendons, all these things. Your body was designed to move. We weren't designed to sit in desks and do all that thing. You cannot go extremely aggressive on the training. Of course, you're going to get immediate. It's no different than a supplement. You're going to get immediate results because your body is one of the most brilliant things on planet Earth. It adapts to its environment. It will always adapt. So if you're training six days a week aggressively, you better have it in your head. You're going to train like that the rest of your life because the moment you stop, your body adapts. It will, it will adapt to its environment. So if you have food figured out, all you have to do is move. Now you find the exercise that you enjoy. That you oh, like that you and like. that you can sustain. Because you're going to do it forever. Zumba. Right. Triumph, Coriel. <laughs> the stuff you like starts to work. So if you like CrossFit or you like spin classes or you like hiking or you like whatever, you can then add it in and your body's going to start seeing results. You will always hit a plateau. Always hit a plateau. If your food is not in alignment, because what happens is this is what happens to 99% of people. They overtrain and undereat. We just, it's a conditioning in our head. It's not your fault. The, the market. That's me right now since I started training. Because the market conditioned you to think that. That's a high level conversation. You are, this is, we, we're in the, the best number one, like capitalistic economy in the world. It is designed that way. Most people overtrain and undereat, which causes a form of starvation, which you will fight an internal battle where you will be so hungry, so hungry, and you will fight it, and you will fight it, and then you will give in, and then you will miss a workout, and then you will give in again, and that will be falling off the wagon again. Over and over and over. I mean, and even little things, because we're all so busy, you know, people are moms and you know business owners or you have a crazy job i mean we're all in the same space we're all connected i mean I, how do you want us to I, it's a question for me like when i wake up i i was drinking coffee right away and then i i was like wait 
how I don't think that's good. And then my trainer now, Israel, was like, how is that good when you're dehydrated already? Like your lips, my lips are always dry. You're already dehydrated. And then you're going to wake up and then drink coffee right away, you know? So right. I want everyone to even have like an opportunity to to start this process with you. So I'll definitely I want to know how it all works, how they can get a hold of you. But um, even that part, though, like should be should we be waking up and then what drinking water? Like how I that's a question for myself. Right. So yes, when you wake up, the first thing you should do is drink some water. Whether it's eight ounces, ten ounces, sixteen ounces, don't force yourself to drink a specific amount. That's all bullshit, whoever says that. You have to develop an intuitive relationship with your body, okay? You cannot be a regurgitated form of somebody else. It never works in anything, in any form of your life. But I'm just giving you an example with food. You can't be a regurgitated form of your trainer or the influencer you follow or the diet person or whatever. You just have to listen to your body. If you truly listen to your body, your body wants water. When it wakes up, you're kind of thirsty. You haven't had liquid in like eight hours, right? You may want coffee because you're tired or because you're addicted to it. Mm -hmm. Look, I'll be the first person to say, I'm addicted to coffee. Full on addiction. <laughs> I love coffee. I love I it. I didn't like coffee before. I, I started like recently. Right. I love it. But when I wake up, if you truly have that conversation with yourself, your body wants water. So just drink a little bit of water and then have coffee. Now, first and foremost, again, I'll sit down with anybody and have this conversation. Coffee's not bad for you. Bad quality coffee is, coffee is bad for you. Coffee is one of the most highly pesticide sprayed crops on planet Earth because it's in such high demand in the world. So when you drink coffee, the coffee beans are sprayed with pesticides. If you drink flavored coffee, they're not only sprayed with pesticides, but they've been injected with artificial flavoring oh and ingredients. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then you're made, and I'm, oh, don't worry, I'll get to the, I'll get to the, the, the good side of this. <laughs> then you mix it with some crappy ass cream that comes from a cow that was injected with hormones that was eating corn and not grass. So now you're absorbing that. And then some people are putting sugar in it, which is processed sugar, which is one of the number. Raw, brown, but okay. Right. But see, all of those give coffee a bad name. But organic coffee beans are extremely good for you. They increase your heart rate, which can increase your metabolism. They're full of antioxidants, which are great for removing free radicals in your body, which cause inflammation. So coffee can actually be very good for you. So if you are brewing coffee at home, brew organic coffee, because here's why. When you go out into the world, it's hard to find organic but coffee. But Nespresso doesn't sell organic coffee, do they? No, they don't. <laughs> so, but when you, because he, it's all about balance, right? When I'm out there, I know I'm going to get coffee out there. And I know it's going to be hard for me to find organic coffee. So if I'm drinking coffee at home, then you can control it's quality. That. Right. It's the balance. There's the give and take right there. So there's your take on coffee. Right. But here's the other thing. Good quality organic coffee, you don't need to mask the flavor. So you're going to have to give us a sample because there has not been a coffee I can drink that <laughs> you're... No. My grandma you know, used to drink just black. Right. She used to dip these spun the salads of Filipino bread, mm -hmm. sweet bread. Yeah. And she's just, you know, but I'm like, why? So if somebody likes coffee, and I'll just, then I'll, I'll dive into the program. If you like coffee with cream and sugar and you make it at home, just try this. 
organic coffee beans or whatever organic, not flavored, no flavoring organic. Then instead of milk, use almond or coconut milk, organic. Okay, I have been doing the almond, not milk. And then use organic I mean, stevia. Use organic stevia, add cinnamon. Organic cinnamon is a great twist to it. That is going to be a great okay, cup of coffee. Okay, bring us some coffee to Sunday Funday tomorrow, <laughs> please. But then we'll probably turn it into a coffee, uh, I'm sorry, a martini, espresso, hey. whatever. If it's quality, it's quality. <laughs> but I, I really need to ask you about one last thing. The farming. The farming in the United States. And you, and then, because I remember you brought up magnesium. And so, like, let, help me remember what you were saying about how we over farm. And that's why there's no nutrients left in, you know, right. the stuff we eat. Right. So that's another, that's becoming another issue because our, the way that we source things um, from farming, from the, from vegetables to fruits to, to animal products, it's not very efficient. And in we're we're ma we're mass producing, which is causing low quality in the soil, and it's causing because of our own demand for it. It's our fault too. We demand it. We think that there's got to be meat on with everything that we eat, which is an absolute lie. There has to be a protein now. Where's the protein? Where's the protein? It's not a meal if it doesn't have a protein. <sighs> Who the hell made that rule up? Oh, our society did. There's no coincidence that at one point growing up, it was drink milk, got milk, got milk, got milk. That was an attempt to skyrocket that industry. The food pyramid changes. Everything changes. They're going to shift the narrative to where they want money to go. That's the bottom line. That's when quinoa started popping up. <laughs> right, right. It, it, it shifts the narrative. But it's caused, uh, it's caused a lack of minerals, vitamins, minerals, et cetera, in the quality of our food. So it, it is important now, especially as we age and as we get older and as, 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 the next, as the next generation comes into play, is taking in high quality um, vitamins and nutrients. So I'm not against supplements, but the, and there are a lot of companies that are doing it the right way. But if you're taking supplements, they got to be organic. They have to be. If they are animal-based, so if you're doing a whey protein or a collagen is a very hot thing, it has to be grass-fed collagen. It has to be grass-fed whey. If it's not, just know that company is getting the worst quality dairy from some dairy farm where they're injecting it with hormones and it's eating from grass and you are absorbing that. If it's, if it's anything else, if it's plant-based supplements, it has to be organic. Or organic labeling is so easy to get right now. If a company is not doing it, there's a reason they're not doing it because they're hiding something in the formulation because it's all about the profit margin. It's all about the profit margin. So supplements have to be organic or if they're animal-based, they need to be grass-fed. I know there's so much information here and it's exactly what I wanted to put out to everyone, my friends, anyone that's watching, you know, even my med legal space, these have become my friends and I want them all to be healthy and last. So tell us how the program works and how they can yep. get a hold of you. So one thing that I wanted to do is I wanted to be different than our whole entire industry. I didn't want to lock people into contracts. I didn't want to charge a ridiculous price. I wanted to be fair because I wanted this to help everybody. So the first thing that I do to hold myself accountable, my company accountable, is when you start our program, you start it on, a, it's called a 30-day challenge. So you come in for 30 days. You only commit to 30 days. 
We start it at the beginning of every month. Now we do that on purpose because accountability is huge. The only way that you're going to be successful, I could get you to lose weight or whatever short term, but if you want to be successful long term, you have to be held accountable. So when people start together, like at the first of the month, how our challenges start, we see a much higher success rate because you got to form habits. You got to make lifestyle changes. So when you're doing it with a group of people, it's so much easier because you're held accountable by the by by your peers or whoever's doing it with you. So we do 30-day challenges that start at the beginning of each month. When you come into our program, there's an onboarding process. We learn everything about you. We do surveys. We give you all the education in the world. Now, what we do is we give you customized macros. Now, macros are something you do have to track. They are temporary. People do not track macros forever. It's a means to an end. The reason we do that is so you can teach your body portion control. Because even if you go out and you eat pasta or have some cheesecake or maybe have a drink, a, a nice glass of tequila. Or you, city vodka. Or city vodka. <laughs> you can track it. Okay? You can track it because I don't want you to change your lifestyle. I don't want you to, to completely change what you're doing. I want you to change it over time so you change into a new lifestyle. You never re revert back to your old one. So you come into a 30-day challenge. We give you customized macros every single week. We change them based on your results. So if you were to gain a couple pounds and somebody else were to lose a couple pounds or somebody else stays the same, your next set of macros changes dependent on those results. So it is still highly customized. We also give you weekly education. So a lot of the things I'm talking about today, how to choose foods, what foods work for your body, how to identify gut issues, how to shop, what clean 15 dirty dozen, all those things, we provide you that education as the weeks go on. You learn about your body. We change things every week. At the end of the week, you also have access to professional coaches. So we have a full-time holistic health specialist. We have a mindset specialist. We have a trainer inside of our program. We have an intuitive eating specialist. So whatever you need help with, you have access to any one of those coaches. We also have an online learning portal. So it's like going to a college and signing up for a nutrition class. Same thing. You log into a portal full of education. Custom macros, like I said, access to coaches and community. At the end of 30 days, you have the choice whether to stop or continue on with us. If you would like to continue on, it's a month-to-month -month subscription, same style of coaching, and it's less expensive. So right now, our 30-day challenges, we've worked with over 7,000 people in the in That's the, a lot. It's a lot. In the over, I think, amongst about 11 countries. Um, I actually just found this stat out yesterday that in the last 40 months, We've helped people lose 13,000 pounds in the last 40 months. We just we just computed that stat yesterday. 93% um, of people complete our 30-day challenge. So our 30-day challenge, that just shows you it is sustainable and you do not have to drastically change your lifestyle. Um, and our total program in length is 12 months long. Our goal, this is what makes us completely different than anybody else in the industry. When you're done with our program, you should never have to diet again and we do not want you coming back. Most people want you coming back. I don't want you coming back. If you have to come back, I messed up. I messed up. I really like that part. Yeah. So we want we want to be the last program you ever do. And it's we don't we're not a diet, so we're anti-diet. We should be the last program you ever do when you're done with our program, you should never have to diet again. That's I, it. You brought up the gut health. I just wanted to say like 
that Dr. Compton with the Renew Health was the person that said to me, get that tested because I will tell you a lot. So I think that we definitely covered, you know, covered a lot. Hopefully this helps a lot of people, my own friends, my family. Um, how do they get a hold of you? Yep. So you can go to nourish.com, which is N-R-I-S-H.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram, nourish underscore nutrition is our Instagram handle. You can reach out to me on Instagram. Just search Will Armijo. My Instagram handle is i.am.willpower. Um, and you can eat. <laughs> He's or, got the willpower, guys. <laughs> or you can email us. So we have a team email address. It's literally team at nourish, N-R-I-S-H dot com. And we will help out anybody who needs help. Awesome. Before we end the show, a little shout out to a couple people for some more sponsorships. Next use uh, homemade candles by my friend April Tatum. She developed her own candle brand. And, you know, I love that when people are going out there chasing their dreams. Um, can you reach it for me? Tell me what um, scent that is, because all of them smelled good. The smell of new energy. There you go. All right. Perfect for you. Sage and lavender. Can I smell it? Yeah. While we're... Can you guys smell it? <laughs> smell that? Wow. Wow. Smells good. I like it. Shout out her company for me. Let's see how you pronounce it. Hot. There you go. Hot Point <laughs> Candle Company. The smell of new energy. Sage and lavender. Scented wax <laughs> melts. I like it. Good job. Good job, April. I'm so proud of you. Um, also, my outfit, which I'm covering because it opens up. I think you might have to blur a couple things in there. <laughs> anyway, there you go. It's pretty. And it's from Stefan Moody. He's also my buyer at Nordstrom Fashion. So he, if you need shoes, go see him. Um, but he paints and then he has his own clothing line. So Stefan Moody will put his um, handle up there, how to get a hold of him. Thank you, Will, our mijo, mi amigo, for coming out here this Saturday at Connect with Christina, a.k.a. The Clout God. Bye! Brand new Made a couple